Welcome to Annersbrook Church. We hope that this message from our senior leader, Brent Lieberzeit, empowers and encourages you. To hear more from our church, make sure that you subscribe or visit our website at annersbrook.co.nz for a service near you. My name's Brent, and if you, for those of you who don't know, it's my wife, Viv, and Hi. we are the uh, senior pastors. Yeah. Just means that we're old, you know, the older. We're the oldies. The oldies now. I don't think we've ever had done this before, have we? I'm not sure. Have we done this before? I don't think so. I don't know. No, Maybe we've not. never had a conversation, just you and I, preaching. Oh. I mean, we've had conversations, but you know, Should not we have on a the conversation? platform. Not on the platform. Uh, good. I'm going to put the timer on. So. Oh, good. That's good. So anyway, that keeps good. us uh, going, doesn't it? Thanks, guys. That was awesome. Fantastic. Why don't you put your hands together for the worship team? So good. Thank you so much. And uh, boy, we've been in a funny season, haven't we? And, and, you know, obviously coming out of that now and really believing for normality. But we're going to talk about the Holy Spirit today, which means that we go from normality to abnormality really, really quickly because when I find that every time you talk, I talk about the Holy Spirit or we talk about the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, you know, wants to do something. Totally. And, and, and often when you focus or bring focus to Him, things begin to happen and some really cool things can happen. Mm. And we've seen, you know, over the years, we've been in ministry for a long time, since uh, 1989, <laughs> <laughs> wow, uh, 1988, sorry, 1988, and that's a long time. We, we took on the senior pastoring here at Annersbrook in 1994, and uh, that was a long time ago too. Yeah. And we're still here, still doing it, and still loving it, so that's okay. good, eh? We love what we do, and love, uh, love being with people, and love ministry, always have and always well. And what is it that you love about ministry, hun? What is it something that you actually really enjoy about the journey? I just love the whole, um, it's just every day is different pretty much. And I guess it's just knowing, it's the call of God, knowing that we're walking in that and um, just knowing we're in the right place at the right time and just love people, love what he does. And it's just a privilege, it really is. And uh, to be part of the kingdom and helping advance that. It's pretty exciting. Yeah, we, I mean, I, th- I guess we find that people don't always love us, but that's okay. That's all right. We don't. We kind of got okay. over that. We got over that a long time ago. Pretty much, they do. And okay. uh, we just continue to enjoy being around people still, and yeah. helping people, and loving yeah, people, yeah. and you know, and and so it's kind of uh, pretty awesome. Really, we enjoy it. What do you enjoy? Oh, I love, I I love the idea that we are building something. Mm. and people's mm. lives that has eternal purpose. So I, was a, I was an electronics technician before I got into ministry, so I used to fix things electronically, you know, TVs and stereos. And, and in fact, I, I remember the first VHS video player, video recorder. Does anyone remember <laughs> the, the VHS video recorder, the big black box thing? And I remember the first one that came out, I think it was either Philips or Panasonic. It was a silver, silver one. And it was $5,000. <laughs> and that was 30 years ago. Paul, do you remember those around that time? 
No, no, you can't give them away. No, no, gosh, no. We have one. Yeah, we and so, one. yeah, we didn't pay $5,000 no. for that, though. It was probably a few years later. Yeah. It's always the first one that comes out. It's always the, the dearer one. Anyway, let's get on with the subject. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I've got the timer on, and we've already been three minutes. So we're <laughs> going to talk about the Spirit, and one of the reasons why we want to talk about the Spirit is be, just to give clarity around what we believe the Word of God tells us and teaches mm-hmm. us about Him, and also, of course, what He's teaching us constantly because there is this ability to understand from the Word of God and also this ability to actually understand that the Holy Spirit, I believe, is, is alive today. He's real and He is here. Totally. He's here. Totally. And so I think we should talk about that and converse with that. And babe, I think you should start off by talking a little bit about some ex- the, the experience of the Holy Spirit. Is there initial experience first that kicks you into this idea of relationship with the Holy Spirit? And also, is Jesus with us or is the Holy Spirit with us? Or are they both with us? Who's actually in us? Have you ever asked those questions about, about all of this? You know, because it can get quite confusing. Who do I pray to? Am I praying to God, to Jesus or the Holy Spirit? Who am I referring to right now? And, and should I be referring to the Holy Spirit or should I be referring to Jesus in these moments or this example? So let's talk about that. Great. It's a great place to start. Should I share John 14? Because it's kind of like it sheds some good light. Because the Bible is a good place to start. And I'll share my experience as well. And it's Jesus talking. And he says this to his disciples. He says, I will talk to the Father and he'll provide you another friend so that you will always have someone with you. This friend is a spirit of truth. The godless world can't take him in because it doesn't have eyes to see him doesn't know what to look for, but you know him already because he has been staying with you as in Jesus in the flesh, God in the flesh, and will even be in you. Interesting. And then maybe another one, John 16, to clarify a little bit more. I still have many things to tell you, but you can't handle them now. But when the friend comes, the spirit of truth, he will take you by the hand and guide you into all the truth there is. He won't draw attention to himself, quite like that, but will make sense out of what is about to happen, indeed, out of all that I have done and said. He will honour me. He will take from me and deliver it to you. And uh, so there's a couple of scriptures there, which are cool, and there's many more in the Bible. But for me, um, when I, I got saved when I was 12. And so back then in the church, we didn't talk a lot about the Holy Spirit at all. You were and really hot at 12 as well, weren't you? Did you remember? Yeah, I do. It's typical. Because I was... Um Seven, I think. Eh? You were not. <laughs> you would have been 10 or 11. Oh, yeah, I was 10. 10 or 11. Right. There's only 18 months difference. Yeah. I used to be best Don't friends. Don't make me seem old. I used to be best friends with her brother, with his brother. And, yeah, uh, and yeah, they were real. Used to hang out. He was a real pain. But anyway, we got over that. I married the pain of All my right, life. Carry now. on. Move on. And uh, when I got saved, it was an absolute, absolute amazing moment. Incredible. So I gave my life to Jesus. I asked Jesus into my heart to be my Saviour and Lord. I was about 12. Life went on through all those difficult teenage years, and I knew Jesus, and I followed him kind of, you know, on and off, as you do. At 17, I had an incredible moment. And it was really when um, everything changed for me really, truly. I had an experience with the Holy Spirit. I was filled with the Holy Spirit, we called it back then. And um, that was when I received some of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. One of them was a heavenly language. And I have to say, at that moment was when 
things started to make a whole lot more sense. In fact, I never forget the day I walked out of a building and I just had this incredible encounter. Call it an encounter, an engagement of the Holy Spirit. Something happened there like that. And um, the sky was bluer, the grass was greener, and the birds chirping louder. Everything became bright like that. I'd been saved, I knew Jesus, but then there was this experience that I had, and it was just like, whoa, okay, game on. And it just, everything from that point made, started to make a whole lot more sense, a whole lot more sense. Yeah, so uh, our, our background is Annasbrook Church, both of us. We've never been in any other church. Uh, we've ex- it's been our only ex- church experience has been Annasbrook Church. And so our growing up years was incredibly, um, it was very evangelistic. We were very much about, you know, seeing people come to know Christ. We would hold these seven o'clock Sunday night gospel services. uh, And, you know, we saw a few people uh, coming and going in regards Mm. to that. But we never really had any Holy Spirit experience as such. And so a lot of my upbringing years and Viv's upbringing years was very much, uh, very, very much about form, I guess, in some ways, uh, doing the right thing. Being in the you know at being in church, we were in church pretty much three times a Sunday, and then because we had Sunday school, then we had first this the adult service that we went to, you know, because the kids do your Sunday school thing, then you go to church, and then you go out at sun on Sunday night, and so very much about that, and it was very big focus on that, Mm. and communion was really massive and huge for us. And, and so anyway, so, so at some point, so like for you, for example, your experience of the Holy Spirit, that wasn't necessarily from within the church, was it? it was, you actually had a meeting outside of the church that you went yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, it was outside of. But then as more of us began to experience, I guess, a release or freedom mm. from the Holy Spirit, it began to change. So our church began to change in this area. Mm. And um, we just began to, like I say, become more aware, engaging with him. And, um, and he's definitely not out there. So when we ask Jesus into our heart, we know that it's actually not Jesus, Jesus as a man coming and living within us. Jesus sent the Holy Spirit. Jesus sits at the right hand of the Father, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's the Holy Spirit that now yeah. dwells and dwells within us. So what does it mean then when us? he says, if you abide in me, I will abide in you? When he talks about, talks about that, what's actually going on? What's actually happening? So um, for me, abiding in him is living in him, listening to him. So the Holy Spirit is, is a, he comes as a, he's a, he brings thoughts, voices, not, a, not voices, but thoughts for me more, sometimes pictures as well. So it's living in those and allowing those thoughts to supersede my thoughts mainly. Because we have our thoughts, right? And they're not always godly. We all know that. Maybe all yours are. You're just amazing. But actually, the Holy Spirit thoughts are just, they're just so amazing. And we know that they're His thoughts. When maybe we're asked to do something, we have this thought about doing something that's uncomfortable, like um, being kind to someone or that we not really want to be kind to or forgiving somebody. You know, some uncomfortable thoughts. They're Holy Spirit moments. So when we live, abiding in Him means we're obeying, obeying those voices, 
um, for me and living, being led by him. And it's not often, it's often not a big, big flash in the sky. It's just a thought. Yeah. And I think too that as part of our salvation process is understanding that we receive something of his spirit, you know, when we come to know Christ because now his spirit dwells within us. But there is obviously this other moment when there's this incredible release of the Holy Spirit, this empowering moment of the Holy Spirit where, where he begins to, it's like, um, it's like we often have, you know, we'll have Christmas presents and we'll have presents around the tree. We don't really know what's in the present, but we've got the present, you know what I mean? But it's not, we haven't yet opened that present. And so I think there's the, those, the, those mm, moments yeah. where we have, we've received, we've received the Holy Spirit, but we haven't necessarily understood what it is to see the empowering or the release of the Holy Spirit. Um, the Bible talks about it as being the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Uh, and here's the cool thing as well. You know, we, when we talk about Jesus abiding in us and, you know, and all of that, and what does that look like? Because he is at the right hand of the Father now. But here's the thing. Jesus needed the Holy Spirit too. Yeah. So when he was baptized in water, the Bible says the heavens opened and the Holy Spirit came upon him like a dove and began to, and in and, and John, the Gospel of John, it actually adds another line there and it says, and, 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 it, and the Holy Spirit stayed with him. And I love that because I kind of feel like, you know, even in my life, I feel like the Holy Spirit's always with me. I've never really thought you know, particularly when you've had those moments where you have seen that release of the Holy Spirit in your life, there is no thought in me that the Holy Spirit is not with me. Mm-hmm. So I don't, there, there is no, like it's subconscious, he is subconsciously there uh, consistently. And so I can, I can connect with him at any moment and at any time. I'm not trying to find him out here somewhere. Like he's not, he's not up there. Out, we're not trying to reach out to him He's already here. We already mm-hmm. have him. Uh, even the Bible says, and this is really confusing, Christ in me, mm. <laughs> the hope of glory. It's like, oh man, Christ, you, you know, how's he in me if he's not in me? He's sitting at the right hand of the Father. But he said, look, I leave with you my spirit, my right. Holy Spirit. And so when he's, talk, when he's talking about that, because you know, God, God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, they're all one, right? And so uh, <laughs> uh, is that Suri, Suri speaking? <laughs> so, so God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, they're all one. And so when, they, when they're talking about, John, you want to turn that off? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's all right. Uh, compete, comp, bit of competition here, nothing wrong with that. So Viv, do you want to talk a little bit about then uh, how, how he works, what, he wants, what does he want to do? How does he work in us? What, are this, what is it that, uh, you know, why do we need him? What's he here for? And what, what's the reason for, for him being in us? Oh, man, good questions. So the reason is we absolutely need him. We cannot live this life as a Christ follower without the Holy Spirit. We would just be up the creek without a paddle, basically. We would be going nowhere very fast. We would be sinking. So he is our, he is, to say empowering, power, he is, he gives us power. He gives us guidance. Like some of the things that, um, that Ben was talking about, wisdom. He's our advocate. He's our friend. He's our comforter. Man, without the Holy Spirit, honestly, I don't know how we would actually operate. He also, um, he speaks through us. 
I love, I love that uh, the, he's actually the fulfillment of the promise where, where Jesus promised that he would always be with us. I will never leave you or forsake you. Well, the Holy Spirit is the fulfillment of that promise. I love that. So wherever we go, he is. He goes with us because he dwells. We are his home, each one of us. And no one is different. We all have that opportunity. We are all his home. We are the temple. We call it, it's a funny old word, temple, but basically we're the, his home. He lives within us. And so we take him wherever we go. But with this, I think that we, it's, it's learning to engage with him within us. Does that make sense? And surrendering, because we can still carry on in our like human ways, maybe even worldly ways, you know, like, but it's actually surrendering that and actually going, God, by your Holy Spirit, lead me. Like, it's a daily thing, isn't it? Like, lead me today, speak to me, Holy Spirit. And you just go about your day and just be very, very aware. How, what is the Holy Spirit saying? What is he saying to me today? And often you'll find that the Holy Spirit is wanting to speak to you, but he's wanting to speak to others as well. He's yes. a, he actually really loves hanging out with other people. Yeah. And so what happens, you know, the Matthew chapter 6, it says Jesus' words, uh, Jesus words are spirit and they are life. And so what, what that's talking about is this idea that the Holy Spirit is in me. And anytime I'm connecting with others and begin to speak the words of Jesus to others, I begin to speak life. And I'm speaking, yeah. the Spirit is beginning to speak through me, which then helps others. And the Holy Spirit loves it mm. because now he's, in, he, he's been invited into a, a, as a presence into a different environment to what he's normally used to. You know, he's normally used to me. And uh, he likes me. I think, he, I think he's okay with me. But yeah. he likes others as well. Yeah. And so there's this ability not just to hold the Holy Spirit to myself, but to actually say, no, Holy Spirit, you could actually work today to help others. Mm. You could work through me to help others. And I really think, you know, and it's part of the purpose of understanding the Holy Spirit in our life that he is, there is something about me that is abnormal. Mm-hmm. I am not a normal human being. You are not a normal human being. We are not just living at a natural level. There is also right. a supernatural level. And the, the words, when we begin to speak words of life, speak words that are powerful, speak words that are positive, speak words that are encouraging, we're igniting something of the Holy yeah. Spirit into our conversation totally. and the Holy Spirit begins to move upon other people. Yeah. And, that's yeah. pow- and that's powerful, the power of God. And I think that's really, really important. It's that naturally spiritual and spiritually natural thing, isn't it? Yeah. Hey. Like that's, isn't, that, isn't that awesome? Totally. Absolutely. Which is what we are about. Yeah, so, so it's not another language. It's the yeah. same language. We speak the same lingo. We don't put on this holier-than-thou language now because right. the Holy Spirit has been in, invited or introduced. No, it's just our natural selves allowing the Holy Spirit to speak through us and understanding that. And it's not about a buzz or a good feeling or, you know, like getting ourselves all, like, hyped up, is it? No. No? No. Or it can be. Yeah. Those things, those things come, can be part, but they're not the, you know, there was a moment, there, and there could be a time where people were looking for that, looking for the buzz. Yeah. And I don't know if that's what the Holy Spirit really 
Well, the is whole, wanting. Yeah, there's two different aspects to it. There is the, the, the manifest presence of God in a moment of time when, you know, like that moment when you saw things more beautiful, yeah. Yeah. more brighter, more clearer. I think there are definitely those moments. There have been defining moments in my life mm-hmm. when the Holy Spirit has spoken clearly to me or has revealed something to me that has been life-changing. And, and there have been moments like that. It's like when the disciples, the, the, the Holy Spirit, Jesus breathed on the Holy Spirit and they was, and, uh, breathed on the disciples and, they, and the disciples received the Holy Spirit. Then they were in this upper room and there was this shaking and fire fell on them mm-hmm. and, you know, tongues of, uh, the t- Holy Spirit fell on them like tongues of fire. And then they be- began to preach boldly and confidently. And so, so they definitely had some feelings going on mm-hmm. at times. It would have been a pretty amazing moment, you know, when the, when the yeah. Holy Spirit came upon them uh, when Jesus was being baptized there must have been an amazing moment for Jesus even though he was thrown into the wilderness straight after he was baptized you know not so amazing but but there would have been that amazing time as well and I think there are those moments that you've got to have those God moments Mm -hmm. you've got to have those moments where you're so desperate for him or so needing of of him and knowing like I know that for you you recognized that you were filled with the Holy Spirit because you began to speak in tongues now that's not everybody's experience but that was definitely Viv's experience at that moment Um, and and so mine was more of a journey mine was kind of like start with banana and work your way up to you know something a little bit more kind of um, uh, more than just banana you know what I mean like banana 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 just didn't make sense to me but but it doesn't anyway that's what speaking in tongues is about but mine was more of a journey whereas Viv's was more bam you know uh, I've received the gift of tongues. And some of you will have experienced that and others of you will experience something quite different. But I think that there are the feelings, the emotions around that and the knowing. I, I know, I know I've been filled with the Holy Spirit. I know I've been baptized with the Holy Spirit. I know it without a shadow of a doubt. And I know that the Holy Spirit is with me. And here's the thing. The Holy Spirit is with you to empower you and also to empower others. Mm. And that's the, yeah. you know, right now the Holy Spirit is here. Yeah. And right now, the Holy Spirit wants to do a work in your life. Mm-hmm. And as we've been speaking about the Holy Spirit, He's been speaking to you. And there'll mm-hmm. be questions that you'll probably be asking yourself. One is this, is, and we, we do need to um, move on. Yeah, we do need to wrap it up. Is that yeah. okay? Yeah, that's it. So, uh, so we're going to move into ministry time. Do you it. can hang, hang out here. That's fine. I can. You hang with me. Don't, don't, right. don't go away. Were you going to go away? No, I was sitting here. Don't go away. <laughs> <laughs> you can hold my hand. <laughs> so, so here's the thing. Like right now, the Holy Spirit is here and he wants to do some things. There's probably some questions that you've got. One might be, well, I don't know if I have had those moments, that moment. Or I don't know if I've had that experience. Or I've, I may have had that experience, but I've really... The Bible says two things about the Holy Spirit. One is, you know, one is do not grieve the Holy Spirit, and the other one is do not quench the Holy Spirit. Grieving is uh, uh, more about your thoughts and actions and words. Grieving the Holy Spirit is where I, I, I choose not to carry out God's purpose in my life by my actions and my words and my thinking. My thinking can be so, you know, thinking, stinking thinking can actually prevent me from the purposes of God. Quenching the Holy Spirit is like turning the, twisting the, the hose, you know, when you've got the hose going, right, and you, uh, and you twist the hose so it stops the flow. And that's often, that's quench, you know, we, we do not quench the Holy Spirit. Don't, don't twist the hose and allow his power. So one is character, that's the grieving. And the second one is quenching, which is the, which is, uh, which is the power. All right, so do not, do not, don't, don't, 
negate the power of God and, 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 and be careful about the character aspect of your life, that it doesn't prevent you from fulfilling the purpose of God. Don't grieve the Holy Spirit. And then don't quench the Holy Spirit, the power of God. And so, uh, you know, and you might feel like you might have, uh, you know, and it's like two, two railings. You know, we've got the grieving on one side and the quenching on the other side. And it's not a religious thing. It's, it's, it's purely a walk. And, and, and the, there's these railings up to protect you from going over the cliff and causing disaster in your life. And so you're walking this walk and, 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 and there's this a sense of obedience to the purposes of God in your life. And you go, well, what's the will of God for my life? Oh my, man, this is a whole other message. Maybe we should do that for next week. Uh, is this whole idea of the will of God and how does that work? But, but if you read the word of God, you'll find that the Holy Spirit, uh, is, his will for your life is to, uh, is to, to, um, to pray for the sick Cleanse the leper. Cleanse the leper is purely asking God for, you know, because we don't have leprosy here in our country today, but it reflects to the idea of sin. You know, lepers were outside of the, they had to live outside of the, of, of the neighborhood. They couldn't live with the neighborhood because of, of the leprosy. And it's a recognition that, that people live outside of God's kingdom because of sin. And so we're here to cleanse the leper, to uh, raise the dead, bring it on, and to cast out devils. <laughs> so that's the will of God. That's the purposes of God. And so uh, you might be saying, well, you know, I, I want to know whether I should be married or whether I should be single. You know, ultimately, that's not necessarily where God's kind of design rules in regards to the will of God. What is the will of God? Shall I be married or shall I be single? Well, choose one. But make sure that when your choice that you are praying for the sick, <laughs> cleansing the leper, raising the dead, and, uh, and, and casting out devils. Because that's the will of God. And I can show you in Scripture all, all around that. And that's so important. So, so there's this ability then right now for God to speak to you and to reveal something of His Holy Spirit to you if you're, if you're willing, if, if that's what you want. Because I remember, do you remember you know, those moments? You really wanted something from God, eh? Like you were desperate, like... You know, we'd spent a lot of years not knowing the Holy Spirit. And so we'd come to a point of absolute desperation in regards to, okay, Holy Spirit, come and reveal yourself to my life. And it was just like a moment. I, I, the reason why I said it's not, wasn't, didn't happen in our church was simply because we weren't this way wired. We didn't know this stuff. We had to go outside to actually find, find more about the realities of, of the Word of God. And, the, you know, it was, it, was, it was just different. But here, we, we totally believe and totally know and totally, you, can, you don't have to go somewhere else. You can actually find him here, which is pretty awesome, eh? So let me pray for you because I think this is a really important moment. Father, I thank you. We've got 10 minutes, guys. <laughs> and so uh, let's just wait on the Lord. And you, might, you can just remain seated. You may want to open your hands up a little bit just to receive something from him if this is what you want. If there's questions in your mind, you wonder if you've actually been uh, something's happened in your life, whether there's been an experience, God may even remind you of that experience right now and begin to sense those feelings welling up within you again, those emotions that you've, that you've had in the past. For others of you, it may simply be a new emotion or a new feeling or even a new desire to say, God, I really, I really need your Holy Spirit. I need your Spirit in my life. 
And it might be a prayer that you want to pray. So I'm just going to hand it over to you. And you can just begin to pray whatever it is that you want right now. Remember, the kingdom of God is ever increasing. And it, it's constantly moving. It's constantly changing. And, 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 you know, if you feel like your life's been the same for the last 12 months or the last 24 months or, or, or even just the last few months, then just maybe, maybe it's just asking God again just to release His Holy Spirit upon your life and to get a freshness fresh oil from heaven, a fresh anointing from heaven. This, allow the Holy Spirit to come upon you as He came upon Jesus. If He had to come upon Jesus, he's, surely uh, we are not, um, you, know, you know, we're not exclusive to that as well. We, it's inclusive and the Holy Spirit wants to be inclusive. He wants to move on your life. He wants to come and fill you. He wants to come and anoint you. He wants to help you know that He is here and He wants to be your friend. He wants to be your helper. He is, he is not an it. This is not a philosophy and it's not a doctrine. This is a relationship. And that's why we need to have these moments of prayer where we're talking with Him and communicating with Him, saying, Holy Spirit, I just welcome you in my life. And I say, have your way. Bring the change that needs changing, whatever needs to happen, but help me to be somebody who's able to carry you in such a way that I'm not grieving you and I'm not quenching you, but I'm walking with you and you're walking with me and you're holding my hand and leading me into the very purposes of God. I'm not going to allow my thoughts, my actions, my words to keep me away from knowing the purpose of God in my life. And I pray, Lord God, that we would know what it is to be people of power, power of God, the power of God, not quenching the power of the Holy Spirit, but allowing, just un unleashing that twist in that hose to allow that flow to, 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 to really take place. And right now, whatever, whatever it is, whatever thing has gone on in my life that's allowed that twist, I just, I just pray, Father, for your forgiveness. I ask, Lord, that you'd forgive me of holding back the power of God, holding back the work of the Holy Spirit, not just in my own life, but in others' lives as well. And I pray that this week, that, that there would be just an absolute flow straight from heaven through me to be able to see others, to see, see a work of the Holy Spirit in my communication, in my words, in my talk, in my, through my life, and I pray also that, Lord, that even as you commission the disciples to pray for the sick, to cleanse the leper, to raise the dead, to cast out devils, which sounds freaky, I know, but God, you've given us your Holy Spirit and we have authority now to be able to take all that on and to run with that. Even when at times we don't understand it, Lord, we just step out in it anyway and allow those things to happen. And God wants to uh, just reveal in your life right now. He wants to begin to speak to you in your, in your life. He wants to show you what it is that He has for you. He wants to show you what it is that He can do in you, because when you begin to move in the work of the Holy Spirit, impossible things become possible. And whatever's impossible in your life right now, if you're asking the Holy Spirit to come and to help you in that impossibility, things will become possible. 
He takes that which is in chaos even in your life and He brings order. The Holy Spirit, <laughs> the Holy Spirit was brooding over the whole earth and it was dark and it was formless and it was shapeless. And God began to speak. And the very words that God speaks, the very words that we are able to speak now because we have Him in us. And so we begin to speak life and let there be light. So in the darkness, where there's been darkness in your life, we just begin to speak light. God, bring light into the dark areas of my life. Bring the light, Lord. Bring the hope, Lord. Help me to focus on that which is good. Help me not to go back to my old ways and to my old habits and to my old self. But Lord, help me to put on this new self through the work and the power of your Holy Spirit that embraces light and life. Jesus' words are spirit and they are life. And as we've been speaking out the words of Jesus this morning, life is in this place. And if you're somebody who doesn't know Jesus, if you're somebody who's never accepted Jesus as Lord and Saviour, can I just ask you again this morning, and maybe you've been asked time and time again, but not really had or really stepped out in it. Could I ask you today just to ask, ask Him, why don't you ask Him, Jesus, if you're real, reveal yourself to me through your Holy Spirit. Begin to show me things. As Viv said, make my life brighter. Make, make me see things better. Help, help me to, to, to understand that there is something that has truly, truly changed in me, even from this moment right now, in the name of Jesus. It can be a suddenly for you. Amazing. You know, Jesus is walking through this crowd and this woman comes and touches the hem of His garment and He recognises power flowing out of Him. There's power that wants to, it's not that He got depleted. It's just that He understood that there, was a, that there is a power that was placed a demand on. And this woman brought this demand and, and was, was, brought, was healed from her sickness. And you can be healed from your sickness right now. If you're sick, be healed in Jesus' Name. In Jesus' Name. If you need breaking free from uh, things of oppression, the things that have oppressed you, Lord, we speak life right now. We thank You, Holy Spirit, that You are life and You want to bring life into my life where there's been that depression and that oppression. Lord, life, I pray in Jesus' Name. You know what? Here's the thing. You may have been praying for that for, for you know, time and time again and given up. And you know what? The Holy Spirit is here right now to bring, it, to bring it to fruition, to actually see things happen. Never, never miss the moment. Never, never take the moment for granted. Have an expectancy always. And let faith rise within you. Don't be a faithless Christian. Be a faithful Christian. Be constantly, even when you don't see things happening the way that you want them to happen, still carry the faith that, is, that, that can move mountains. Carry the faith that can bring healing. Carry the faith that can release you from demonic activity. Carry the faith that God could do something, God could do anything, and He could do it right now. Carry the faith, even when you don't see it, even when you don't feel it, even when, you, when at times you feel like you need others to pray on your behalf, let them do it. Ask them. Right now, you can ask the Holy Spirit and He will move on your life. He will do what He says He can do. And we're just believing for that today in Jesus' Name. Anybody sensing something right now? 
Anybody sensing something of the work of God in your life? You can just respond by raising your hand and say, yeah, I'm already sensing something of God right now. It's awesome. Cool. Fantastic. Fantastic. Move, Holy Spirit. We love you. We welcome you. We hope you enjoyed this message. If you're wondering what the next step in your faith journey looks like, please get in touch with us. Email us at info at or visit our website.